One, two, three, four. Another Night Arts Challenge winner from Rubber City Theater. To be or not to be. <laughs> Dan Leisure. The Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. So Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Spoils of Akron podcast. I'm here with my co-hosts. Chris Miller and Shane Wynn. And this is a podcast all about the art, culture, and eccentric residents of the Me. Rubber City. The Rubber City, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for episode 108. We are nearing Chris's age. Almost, oh. not quite. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Starting out fresh, just right from the beginning. That's just right. get it out I, of the way. I, I know, yeah. I should have, yeah. So we just got to start that way. Okay. But we are excited to welcome Dane Lazier to the show today. Thank you, Dane, for being back on. Thank yes, you, thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Thanks for welcome. having me. Yeah. Um, Dane was on before. I don't remember. I probably should have looked up what episode now that I think about it. <laughs> did it have um, an eight in it? I don't, maybe oh, it did. I, we should have looked. Maybe. It I might think. be in the 80s, actually. I can't. It, that sounds like I, the I general can look area. while we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a Night Arts Challenge winner this year. We are. We are. It's really exciting. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're excited to have you on. We've done a little. We've done a couple. So uh, you're one of uh, three, I think, that we're doing or four. Is it four? Four. Right? Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. So this is. Three or four. Third, nice. This is the third week, uh, so we're excited that you joined us to yes. talk about it. Uh, so do you, do you want to tell us a little bit about this awesome grant that you got? Sure. Um, so the project um, that we were funded was the Shakespeare project, um, and how um, that breaks down is that we are doing two brand new productions. Uh, one will be a play, one will be a musical, um, based off of two of Shakespeare's plays, and we're going to adapt them into a modern context. Uh, but focusing around um, making the main characters LGBTQ plus uh, community members. So instead of, um, you know, it being a heterosexual couple that we're so used to seeing in a Shakespeare play, um, it will be either a gay couple, a lesbian couple, or, you know, a, a trans couple who, um, the, the possibilities are endless, um, really. Okay, so you say either, like this hasn't been decided yet. So That's this correct. is something that you're still working on. Yes, um, so one of the exciting things for me is that we will be bringing in a playwright for the play and then um, a, a writing team for the musical Oh. And uh, together with myself, we will be working together to figure out what we want to go, like what directions we want to go with um, with this story. Um, and so I'm kind of leaving it up to to them and and see where where that goes. I have some ideas that I'm going to. I'm sure that you do. Yeah. Yeah. How could you not? <laughs> right? Yeah, that would be my favorite part. Right. And so mm -hmm. I'm like already thinking about like oh because um, obviously it's Akron centric. Um, so um, one of the ideas is oh what if we did this this, you know, like one of the plays set around um, the gay games uh, that we hosted a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that would be kind of mm -hmm. cool. You know, like a whole bunch of people from around the world that came to Akron, you know, like that's such a yeah. cool way. Um, and who knows? It might also be set in one of our metro parks. Like if we did a Midsummer Night's Dream or something like that, um, we might do it in the nature realm or something, you know, as like that's like the base setting of, of these shows. So there's a lot of different possibilities. And what, I, what I'm excited about is... Um, um, is sharing those uh, possibilities with uh, those writing teams and, and getting them here to see our Akron, um, what we do here in Akron. Mm -hmm. so, so I think we forgot to mention, Dana's with Rubber City Theater Company. 
Um, and what, what's your role there? You're the uh, director? I, I am the um, producing artistic director. Producing artistic um, director. Okay. And founder. I also founded the company about so five what, years ago. What do your responsibilities encompass with the theater? So generally, um, I pick the season of plays that we, that we produce. Um, I also um, run casting um, and also work with designers and getting all the shows um, together. Um, I mostly also do production management is what we call it so i'm working with all the designers to make sure that the sets are being built and you know getting lights where they need to be and things like that um and uh the the boring part of managing budgets <laughs> i guess but um but it's very important part of what we do <laughs> for sure definitely and um you know so how is this how is this project going to intertwine with your season i mean is this something that is Shakespeare, Shakespeare, I'm sorry, happening <laughs> next season or it will be in yes. next season. Okay. Yeah. So, um, one of the, the exciting, you hear it first people, um, we haven't announced yet, but oh. the Shakespeare, um, uh, we will My be bad. <laughs> breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news right now. Um, we will actually be so we'll be taking these um, plays from concept all the way through world premiere. Um, and uh, one of the things that we've decided is that we don't want this just to be a secondary, like you know, side project. We want to incorporate this into our main season of performances. Um, so uh, the Shakespeare play and musical will get a slot in like our quote main stage um, season. So they will get the full treatment just like any one of our other shows um and so we'll we'll be able to run at the full length um that we do our other performances as well that's cool so they um you d does this does this mean you had to take away things from your the season that you had planned yeah um we were we because we were unsure if we were going to get it or not um so we we were starting to plan for for another show um to go into one of the slots but then we were like oh with this this is so like exciting for us mm -hmm. and also um we're in the midst of a strategic plan with the company and new work and new play development was part of that so we're like what a great way to like kick this off um is to um do do this with the Knights Arts Challenge and and the Shakespeare project and make these our first plays and musicals that we produce as a company. And did you write more than one proposal? I did. I mm -hmm. did. Um, I wrote um, another proposal that um, was taking um, stories of Akron um, and setting them to and kind of like doing like almost like through the ages of Akron mm -hmm. um, and doing different musicals based off of that um, and possibly working with some of our local bands um, to to write the music for those. So it would be like Akron music um, with Akron stories. Mm -hmm. So and so you came up with the, the idea for Shakespeare. Is that correct? Yes. So did the idea come first or the cool name? <laughs> <laughs> Because sometimes I I, I like my I, I like to consider myself an idea person, and sometimes a, a complete idea will be based on just the cool name that I yeah. thought at first. You know? So <laughs> yes, so Shakespeare came yeah. out. Um, I it was a term that I've heard um, before. Like um, people have used it um, with like papers and things like that when they've written. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like, that's really cool. Like Shakespeare, <laughs> like that's me. <laughs> and I remember like talking to some people, and I was like, oh, it'd be fun to like do this down the road. And it was coming down to like the final day of like submitting and I was like you know what this is another great idea let me just throw that in the mix oh, yeah. and that mm -hmm. was the one that happened. was picked I was like okay <laughs> do you think it was more the most difficult proposal partly because the 
proposal itself, um, the other one I had really thought about, I had thought about like how it would all break down mm-hmm. the logistics behind it. This one was more like just an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably why it got, you know, yeah. cause it wasn't so thought out and I just was more open about, mm-hmm. um, the concepts and things. So I was like, okay. And then when it came, uh, when they told us, Hey, you, you know, you've been selected to move on. I was like, Oh, oh that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. I was like, all right, well let's, uh, let's, let's do this. And so, um, and it's I really knew, fun. knew we would do it at some point, but doing it now is it's, it also seems very present and, and very real. So it's nice. Yeah. It does seem timely with everything that's going on, you know, in, in politics and things like that. So yes, it's a good time. Good time <laughs> for good that time. story. Yeah. It's a good time for that story. <laughs> what do you think, uh, you know, what what is the significance of it in this particular time well i think that when when people's identities um are constantly in question and people um start talking about the other and the other and it's a bad thing to be an other um you know it it just it seems to me that now is the time to tell these stories um I, i love Akron, I love our I love our community because we are so accepting. Um, you know, I, I think I saw an article not too long ago about like Akron's like one of the best like or most friendly LGBT communities like around right, the nation. Akron. And I was yes. like, hey, awesome. Um, and <laughs> you know, and that that gives me hope. And so I was like, why can't we be that beacon for other cities and to set that example? Um, and what better way to do it than through art? Right. And so we can tell these stories and our Akron community will feel connection. But then my hope would be that these plays will be produced elsewhere and they'll go, wow, this is this is set in Akron, Ohio. Where, where is that? You know, and then they'll look at it and go, wow, this seems like a really cool place. And then it will attract other people to to look us up, to come visit us, you know, and things like that as well. Were there any LGBTQ characters in the original Shakespeare plays or or like even a a crossdresser maybe or a transgender Definitely person cross-dresser. you know yes. Definitely yeah. cross-dresser. so um i would say there there's a lot of like articles and speculations about some characters because mm-hmm. the way they they talk and the way they interact with other characters and people are like hmm um <laughs> i think uh but um definitely so in shakespeare's day um the men played the the men's parts and then boys played women's parts because mm-hmm. women didn't perform um so all of if you look at all of the love relationships are actually between two men right when you take it you know into that context <laughs> yeah. and so you go well everything was a gay play for them <laughs> just <laughs> so, get the tights back out right? you know same thing <laughs> they were way ahead of their time right? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so yeah so i mean i and a lot of people have speculated over the years that shakespeare was either bisexual or mm-hmm. um or at, at least had relationships with men um and, and we know that that especially with like the royals and things like that they did um mm-hmm. and we have a lot of like you know their favorites and things like that. Um, and there's a, a play that was written by a contemporary of Shakespeare called, uh, it's Christopher Marlowe's Edward II. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the whole play is premised around that. So even though Edward is married, um, he uh, the, the main plot is premised around his relationship with another man um, and how the nobles don't dislike that they have this homosexual relationship. They dislike that this... Um, other man is getting all of these rights and honors like 
put on him from the king and they're not getting mm-hmm. anything themselves. So it's more of just like the jealousy of we're not getting power and this other guy is getting power. Yeah. And so that's why the it's a tragedy. And so that's why mm-hmm. they go after this guy and things like that. It's not because of that they're gay. It's because mm-hmm. of the power struggle within mm-hmm. the court. So, um, yeah, so definitely, I mean, there's a lot of like premise. There's um, other people, um, other playwrights that have tackled more, um, I guess, risque issues of the time. Um, mm-hmm. But it's exciting to be able to do these stories today um, and throw an Akron spin on them. And and you're going to do one of them as a musical. Yes. I'm excited about this. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's challenging, but it's going to be definitely um, a lot of fun um, taking uh, one of the thoughts right now is that we'll do a Midsummer Night's Dream. So with a Midsummer Night's Dream, we'll do, um, has a lot of um, really good potential for, you know, changing genders of characters or making them transgendered characters. Um, Mm -hmm. One of my ideas right now is like, that the fairies will actually be like the Titania will be like a drag queen, um, you know, <laughs> with her fairies, you know, and so you yes. have like all of these drag queens that come on stage, and so mm-hmm. you see a lot of these like funny um, aspects that we're, we'll be able to tie in um, by using the play. Um, the big thing is, is, um, and we're still leaving this up for playwrights to decide, um, but we might incorporate some of Shakespeare's language, but it might be that this is all um, modern, you know, modern language. Um, so kind of like in the vein of 10 Things I Hate About You is mm-hmm. a retelling of Taming of the Shrew. Um, or um, there's a, a, a really um, fun uh, movie called Where the World Mine. Um, and it centers around an LGBT um, relationship, a guy who's in an all-boys school. Um, and it's Midsummer Night's Dream, is, it's retold, so, uh, which, is, which is fun. So it's taking some of Shakespeare's stuff and making that homage, but it's just using his plot and his characters to help set up a new story that mm-hmm. we tell. It seems like kind of like you'd want to go right for the jugular too and do Romeo and Juliet right. because it's like forbidden love, <laughs> yes, right? So right, it's like, right, you know, right. it'd be hard to not go right there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. So that's what we're like, oh <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And some of the others like taming of the shrew, just because I mean, which is already like in certain contexts, um, is a difficult play sometimes to tackle. It's funny and it's fun, but it's also about a guy trying to quote tame a woman, you know, and mm, like mm-hmm. make her, you know, conform to how society views them. So it's also like, oh, well, we could take this, you know, comedy which has darkness to it and be able to tell it in that context, mm-hmm. uh, but throwing, you know, this LGBT lens over top of it. Throw so the shrew might be like a, a, a drag queen. In in a bad mood yes. because I, I think I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, so, Dane, you, you have a new home for your theater company. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that and that partnership that you have that's totally unique. Absolutely. So we are now out at Romig Road. Um, so we um, we moved recently from The Well um, uh, Community Development Corporation, um, but we, we moved out to Romig Road, um, which is near Old Rolling Acres Mall. So there's not a whole lot out there, but we're right next to Primo's Deli. So if you know Primo's, Ooh, yeah, right? yep. Primo's uh, is awesome. It is. It's like, oh, I, get I, the chip dip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to gain so much more weight than I already have. But, um, but so, um, but our, our home is a, a new black box um, theater, which is more akin to what 
we gravitate towards as a company. Um, we uh, It's a temporary setup right now, um, but it's actually housed in a building that's owned by the Salvation Army of Summit County. Um, and uh, when we started doing some education work with the Salvation Army in their after school and summer camp programs, they're like, we're planning on building a black box theater out at Romick Road. And I was like, really? <laughs> you don't say. So we, uh, um, I, I met with the, the majors, Jackson, uh, Linda and Kevin Jackson, who are the, the majors in charge of our Salvation Army here. Um, and they took me out and I was like, this is, this would be awesome. It's a great space. And they're like, well, do you guys want to come in and do shows here? And I was like, yes, please. Um, so, and, the, yeah. and the Jacksons really value art as well. So they, they have kids learning musical instruments. They're going to have pottery classes in there. They're, they're aligning uh, after school uh, children with your theater company. So I really like that they're valuing the arts, performing oh, yeah. arts, visual arts. Will that happen in the same space where the theater is? Yeah, yeah. No, so really um, it's it's an old, um, what the space was, was an old furniture outlet um, mm -hmm. that was built in the 80s. Um, so it's a really big open like warehouse-like feel. Um, and right now they're, um, they're building on kind of the other side of um, our theaters on the one side. And then on the other side, they're building an indoor growing space. Um, so it's a 21st century hydroponics farm that the kids will all be helping with the growing aspect um, as well. Shane, your helicopter is here. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to go. Got to go, guys. <laughs> That's rare. Yeah, you can really hear it. It's too. probably a life flight to, to children's. I shouldn't be joking about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. So, it's a nice, nice ambient tone. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with this project, what, what do you think that for you, what would the success of this project look like? Wow. Um, the su success for this project would be... Um, one sharing the story with as many people as we can um so i would love to see you know just on like a personal or like theater standpoint like seeing some of our like box office records like shattered with people coming to see this show mm -hmm. um, or these shows i should say um but my like secret dark desire is that um we'll be able to pitch them to producers and other theaters like in new york and be able to take them there to have you know um, off-Broadway runs or um, or some showcase runs and things like that because I really feel that this story um, and these stories that that we're on the verge of telling um, will be universal. Um, so even though they're set in Akron, there will be something that a lot of people can adhere to. And I would love to get those there and that people go, wow, they're doing some really cool stuff in Akron and that they want to see more things coming out of Akron that we become this, you know, a more of an arts hub than we already are. Definitely. And do you think that if these uh, two shows are going to be successful, do you think this is something that you'll continue to do and continue to, you know, adapt these different shows to these new things that you want to try? Yeah, I, th I think so. I think that um, um, if, if both are, are very successful, I, I could see us having this continued, you know, Shakespeare, you know, um, aspect of our new work series that like, you know, every year, every few years, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, we're producing another Shakespeare, you know, um, project um, and seeing more and more and, and also like 
seeing some of the the teens that um, the LGBT teens um, in this area um, being like, oh, I want to be involved in that, and I want to like create my own, you know, and then bring it to Rubber City where we could potentially workshop it or give it a reading or something like that, just to have their work, you know, to inspire them and be like, oh, I can stay here in Akron, and Akron's doing some really cool stuff as well. Yeah, it's a very you know cool and unique thing that uh, could definitely attract all those all the younger crowd like that yeah. to your theater. So I think. I think that's really neat awesome very cool so what are some of the challenges that you foresee oh the um time mm-hmm. <laughs> time is probably the biggest one uh, so typically a musical especially a brand new musical mm-hmm. will sometimes take up to five to ten years to <laughs> to make and we're doing it in two <laughs> wow. no problem but, right we got this because you're not doing anything else right so it's exactly fine. it's fine got plenty of time it's like long as it takes some movies to produce yeah right? oh yeah and i, I think um I'm probably going to misquote this, but Hamilton, I know, took um, the almost a decade to to yeah. come to fruition um, from when the first, you know, like ideas came up to when it had its, you know, world premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to definitely be the, probably the biggest challenge is time. Um, but the the other one is, I mean, we we do a lot of things on on smaller budgets, anyways, and obviously, you know, matching, you know, the funding is always going to be um, a potential challenge. But we're really excited about that too, because the more people we can talk this up to, um, we really feel that a lot of people will be excited and energized by the project. So I guess it's like a it's a fun challenge, I guess. Too. <laughs> wow! I say that now. Ask me fun back challenge. in two years. Super fun. <laughs> Raising $30,000. Yay! We got this. (laughs) No, that's great that you have a good attitude about it. And if you have a lot of people behind you, you know, then it's just a matter of servicing that support. I know that my managing director, Casey Robinson, is probably cringing right now. She's like, what are you saying? <laughs> so but, do, you, do you have your team in place for these projects? No, not yet. Um, okay. So, I mean, we have, like, our, like, designers and things. Um, I will be directing both projects so as a way for me to help, like, see them from beginning to, to end. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the d- decisions that we made was, oh, it'd probably be better if I'm overseeing the, the artistic um, creation of them. Um, and... And, uh, but otherwise the, the, the writing teams we haven't selected yet at the beginning of, um, next year, we're hoping to put out a call. Um, and we're actually looking at doing something national in, in addition to, um, to local artists. Um, cause obviously if we can find a good team locally, that's probably what we will go for because right. it's what we're committed to. Um, but it'd also be kind of cool to bring in someone from New York, um, and show them around Akron and like, you know, take them to places, take them to the inner belt, take them to, you know, square, take them, you know, to other, you know, talk to people from Canopy and things like that to to show them what our LGBT community does um, and uh, and get them excited and be like, this is kind of a story about Akron almost from like um, an outside perspective, mm-hmm. um, which I think would be kind of cool as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they can see Akron and then make sure that they have the they keep that in their mind. While exactly. They do it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I so get it. That's do, you, cool. do you see this as like being comedic, the writing? Or is it more dramatic or? Uh, I, 
Because I, I see comedy, but I right. see that everywhere I look. Well, that's <laughs> it's all a look joke. at you. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. Well, and and you know, and for for this project, one of the one of the things that we've been thinking about is is definitely more on the comedic realm, because um, I think you know a lot of people turn to to drama um, when times are dark or they're they're feeling very left out. Um, but sometimes you just need a good laugh as well right. and be able to look at those things. And sometimes you need that light um, within within dark times. And so I think that doing some more you know comedic um, performances would be would be better for for all of us i have a suggest a comedic suggestion yes, but please. Of should, should i say do. say it later or can i say it now no say it now okay so the transgender bathroom issue to pee or not to pee <laughs> <laughs> that is the question a whole soliloquy <laughs> oh my gosh i can't help it yeah. that would be awesome <laughs> you're embarrassing okay. me Shane. i'm sorry it would just just you know I think it's a brilliant idea. It's great. And then when you see it in the show, you'll be like, yes, I did that. I did that. that. that I'm going to like stand up and point at myself. <laughs> Arrow, it's right here. I coined that. Nailed right. it. Okay, good. So, um, so, so what are some other upcoming shows and what and you promote? Yeah. What's currently going on there at River City Theater? Let us know. Uh, For sure. Yeah, what's so happening. right now we have A Christmas Carol. Um, it's uh, just a play version. Um, it's It sticks very close to Dickens' actual text. Um, it was adapted by myself and our managing director, Casey Robinson. Um, and uh, it's, it's a shorter show. It runs about an hour and a half with the 15-minute intermission. So it's a really short. So if you got kids or younger audience members, it's a great show to take them to, especially if it's their first one. Um, and then here in February, we have William Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Um, talk about cross-dressing. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so you know, kind of premising mm-hmm. uh, future projects. <laughs> uh, but we're doing Twelfth Night coming up. Um, and then in April, we have the Ohio premiere of um, Bill Kane's Equivocation, um, which is about um, it's about Shakespeare, which was one of the names that Shakespeare that we found uh, that is the way Shakespeare signed his name, um, and it's basically the creation of um, the Scottish play um, or Macbeth um, since we're not in a theater I can say it um, so um, so it's a really fun um, kind of like a mix between modern language and Shakespearean text and it's all done with five actors um, and they play multiple parts in this very fast pace but it's also like a political drama at the same time which is which is kind of cool very interesting. interesting. Yeah. Sure. Very yeah. interesting. It sounds so, fun. So where can people learn more about Rubber City Theater and purchase tickets and all that good stuff? Absolutely. So you can go to www.rubbercitytheater with an R-E dot com. Um, and that will have information about our upcoming shows and um, other projects that we're working on and ways to buy tickets and donate. So, so I have to point out something uh, earlier in the episode, we were trying to figure out when you were on last. Yeah. Um, you and Casey were on actually. So the last the last time you were on was episode eighty one, <gasps> and today's episode one hundred and eight. Oh, what? magic! How cool wow. is that? It wasn't Lucky. even planned. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. That is very cool. Um, so. There was one. Uh, oh man, I knew I wanted to ask you something else, and I can't remember what it was. I sidetracked it. With, Darn with it! My, with, with my number magic, I don't think I'll remember. <laughs> I'll ask you later. <laughs> um, He'll text mm, you tonight at like one a.m. Dang it! Also, don't get this message. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is what I wanted to ask you earlier. It was really important. It wasn't. It wasn't no. important at all. No. 
Huh. <laughs> it's, it's just gone. I don't have it. I don't have it anymore. It's all right. Well, we, sorry. Well, maybe while we're doing events, you can yeah, maybe it'll come to, to mind. Yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us, Dane. Um, you know, rubbercitytheater.com. Um, please buy tickets. Go see A Christmas Carol going on right now. And, you know, thanks again for joining us and, and all the cool stuff you do and the great uh, culture you're providing the community. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. So we, this is a time when we read some um, events coming up. Is there anything else that you didn't mention that you'd like to promote, even if it's not oh. related to your company? Yeah, actually, um, we are doing this Saturday afternoon. We are doing a, um, as a pre-show event, we are doing a uh, Christmas Carol Kids um, that will be done by the Salvation Army after school program. Um, so that is going on as part of our 2.30 performance. Um, also this Friday as a pre-show thing, we have the Spotlight Singers from the Spotlight School from the Arts, which is a show choir, um, doing some Christmas music before the show. Very cool. Thank you. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> um, I don't have that many, but... Uh, just off the top of my head and my Facebook page, uh, <laughs> we have Christmas in Akron coming up the last couple weekends uh, at Coach House. I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday at 730 and Sundays at 2 p.m. through December 24th. So just two more weekends of that, apparently. And also, uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention that Star Wars comes out on Thursday night. Yes. And yes. Um, I will be at two showings that evening. So <laughs> wow. you should go see it because I'm I'm going to put on my it's Leia buns so and get, get over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking off work Friday because wow. just, there's just no way. I have it to go. should be a national holiday. Yeah. It, it, it totally <laughs> should be. Honest. And the, la <laughs> the last thing that uh, I see is a reminder about the fifth annual Selfless L 5K for the uh, Akron-Canton Regional Food Bank. is this Saturday, 8 a.m. Uh, I believe that you can still register online. And um, I'm going to be seeing Christmas carols there. So that's super exciting. So come see me sing. That'd be that's fun. fun. I'm going to yeah. wear a fun Christmas that. sweater probably. Okay. If I had to guess. <laughs> Can we talk about Ryan as um, Buddy the Elf for a second? Because <laughs> I didn't get to see this well, because I was out of town. I, it was, you super, yeah, yeah. Ryan was Buddy the Elf at um, <laughs> the Elf Con this past weekend uh, at the Civic, which was <laughs> very funny. Uh, <laughs> But it was what was even uh, funnier about that. Not, I mean, he was funny looking, obviously. But uh, <laughs> I had to that wig. The wig was hysterical. It was it, you haven't seen the pictures. Yeah. We should share that probably. I mean, on it Facebook seems like page. the perfect role for him. Really, it, it, I mean, he. I mean, he was he great. Seems like he was, he was eating great, spaghetti with syrup on it, even when he's not. He does. Know, so yeah, trust me, he does. <laughs> he's not here, so I can, <laughs> I can kick it on him. <laughs> they he's got the energy level for Buddy Deal. I had to. Sure. I had to raise the churro meter to start the movie. Oh they, my goodness. I got pulled into that on Saturday, oh, so that that's was fun. A fun job. Um, and they had to find me a Santa hat. And I, I, if our listeners don't know, I have an abnormally large head, so like <laughs> you, this, I look like a dummy in this, in this Santa hat that they gave me. It was like me very three. tight yeah. on my head. I was not happy about it. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. Wow. I know we're totally going to share that picture so you can see because he looks just like Buddy the Elf. It's very strange. He yeah, does. he's it got awesome. the energy level of Buddy the Elf. I thought that was fun. About it. I was kind of yeah. You should have been mad. there. I missed it. I was out of town. You I was in Pittsburgh. Oh, so, I saw. You yeah. had nice pictures, too. Thank you. I had a good time. <laughs> 
So um, I have something this weekend. I'm going to go and photograph the lantern tour at Hale Farm. It's so cool. Oh, yeah. We're going on the 23rd. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. I won't be there when you're there. Apparently. No. Yeah. yeah. But you also, there'll be pictures, pictures on Cleveland.com. Yeah. Okay. yeah so I'll I'm going to photograph that this weekend. And um, there's a lot of Hanukkah activities going on this week. Thursday is, is the Hanukkah. big Hanukkah party at Summit Mall. There's a Hanukkah party. Isn't there all? is. Can you yeah. Tell me about that? What and is it? I think that they, I know they have like donuts and I want to say they have latkes maybe. <laughs> and like there's a big menorah that they like. What? They play games I and they never spin dreidels. I know. That's there's awesome. a lot of kids there too. It's huh. super fun. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, uh, that's what I have right now. Whenever you say Hanukkah, I just think of, um, well, okay. If you don't know, I'm obsessed with Friends, and there's like this song. I didn't that know that, Phoebe but I sings. probably could have, you know, imagined. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, she said Hanukkah. In it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Chris, you gotta Thanks go. for I that. Go. Okay. Uh, I, I don't have day. I don't have any events, um, so I, I just want to thank Dane for being here. Uh, get to a show, RubberCityTheater.com. Buy your tickets. Um, you pretty much have shows all year round, I would imagine, right? Yeah, every other okay. month we have a show. Excellent. Um, look out for Shakespeare coming up in 2019? 2019. 2019, okay. Sounds so far away, but it's it's closer than you think. <laughs> so um, thanks again, guys. This is part three of our four-part Night Arts Challenge winner series. So uh, stay tuned next Monday for yet another one. That'll be our last one before the <laughs> holiday break. So, everyone, thanks so much for being here. Be careful out there. There's a little bit of snow. And we shall see you next week. And as always, keep Keep it it an an Akron Akron day. day.